have here. He'd be right up there, Jim. He'd be very close. Uh, being one of my heroes, I try not to have heroes. Um, some of the people you meet, you think, are going to be your heroes. Um, let you down, rock stars and such. Right, race five. Give us top three. Go on. You, you've you've opened the little door there. Little skeletons that uh, are wanting to jump out of the closet. Just give us an idea here. Um, Am I on air here? Um, of uh, uh, <clears throat> if you want to not say their name, you mm-hmm. can give us uh, a bit of an idea and let us do a bit of the thinking as well. Three people that have let you down, thought were idols, but turned out to be, well, in your words, oh. jerks. Well, actually, I'm just I'm just going to put it this way, okay? Particularly, um, present company totally excluded. I'm in the opposite. I reckon, and I've told people this, I reckon it works this way most of the time, particularly in, say, sporting media or, or media or whatever it might be in general. The people you don't very much like as broadcasters are quite often the people that when you meet them are lovely and polite and engaging, and the ones that you do like are more often than not jerks. And I don't know, I, that's been my experience all of the way through. Um, and some people are just... One thing I will not stand for, Dan, is if you walk past anybody. If I walked past, um, you know, uh, Prince Charles, whatever it is, and said hello and he doesn't say hi back... He's king, by the way. No wonder he wouldn't talk to well, you. Well, he's a king. Is he? I mean, is he, that doesn't even make sense that he's a king. Anyway, he is the king right now, though. Yeah, the coronation has taken place, correct? Um, but I can walk past anybody, and if I say hello and they don't say hello back, mm. and it's strike one, and, and I'm not giving you three, you get two strikes. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I'm with you all the way there. D- d- but don't, like, In fact, I usually scratch after one. I mean, I you, just... but just think, just think, uh, like, and we're... We, you know, we we we're all uh, sort of realise where we are in life, and but you are, uh, you know, you've called what you know ten Melbourne Cups. You've been you've been at the top of your, your trade for all these years, and yet I don't reckon there would be one person on track at any track in Victoria or um, when you go and get a coffee that you wouldn't have a conversation with and and show humility, and um, because you do, I mean, none of it, none of us are that. That special, are we? I mean, no, of course all not. men all men were not created equal. That is incorrect. <laughs> that is incorrect. Some men were created better than the other men, and some women were created better than the other women. That's and and some of them have worked hard to be better. But like this, p- people who take themselves too seriously can can get out of my life. What do you reckon? Yeah, totally. And you've got to know your limitations. You know that old line of Clint Eastwood's. I I abide by, and a man has got to know his limitations. And um, you know, it's not getting ahead of yourself and believing that you're someone that you're not. And um, <clears throat> you said you've got to keep uh, some sort of humility there, but also have a thirst for wanting to get better, which yes. means you keep yeah. learning. So you're never, never satisfied. You're ever anything special. Um, and um, oh, look, I agree with you. I think what you say is right. There's nothing more disappointing if you, you meet someone that is um, their expectations, uh, well, uh, are somewhat... Um, Disappointing, or, or don't match up with your um, your estimations of them. But to be fair, that doesn't happen too often. Uh, on the flip side, uh, it's great to be able to find some heroes and some idols that are exactly who you think that 
they are. And that's that makes it feel pretty good when that um, opportunity uh, occurs, if indeed you do. Or, or on the flip side to that, again, sometimes you're a little bit uh, intimidated to uh, have uh, the potential for that to be spoiled by finding out they are not who you think they are. Well, I, you know, you're my um, <coughs> harness racing hero, my sports broadcasting hero. I, I rate Bruce McEvaney above everybody else by in Australia by a space, right? In terms of sports broadcasting, um, guys like Phil Liggett and, and, and others, there's only a handful that I just think are absolutely exceptional. And I didn't get a, a great conversation with um, with Bruce when he came down for the Inter Dominion, but he was kind. He's always generous with his time. And th- here's a little lesson as we get into race five. I reckon the pe- number one, well, there's two. One, the people you, you meet on the way up, be nice to them because you'll meet the same people on the way down. Everyone always says that. But number two, what I find is people who aren't great at their craft are insecure. And even if they're in a really good position – they still want to be fighting and playing in the jungle, and the people, and the people like uh, Dan Malecki and and Bruce McAvaney, who know that they're elite at their craft, don't have to behave that way anymore. Race five yeah. at Melton, um, yeah, this is he's a son of a gun. Like I was, I don't know what I was hoping for price wise. I, I'm not sure I wanted to back the horse anyway, but we both love he's a son of a gun. You found the horse first up from a break. This draw makes life awfully difficult in a fast-class affair, doesn't it? But I do see a, a situation where there's going to be a fair bit going on and one of those races where, and you'd love to see this because we don't see it often enough, where maybe three or four horses roll around in search of forward positions in transit and that would obviously favour the horse drawn outside the second row. Who is the favourite at $3.40, Dan? Yep, uh, he's going to be very hard to beat. Uh, I, I think he's a really good sit sprinter. He's probably better uh, that way. I mean, it's still challenging and he's still early on in his preparation, but I think that um, he's the horse to beat, uh, Jace, still. Um, but then again, you've got to like Yam Bucky and won a similar class of race first up. Didn't have to do much work, was able to lead. I think he can chase well also. Uh, and then you've got Chilliby Nitro, who was terrific finding the line last time. Fit enough now, gets the good gate. And... Um, and I think Crime Rider, I'm not giving up on Crime Rider. What he's been missing out on is genuinely mm. run races. Mm. So he's the other one that is in the mix as well. So my tips are 13, 9, 1 and 8. There's plenty of other horses that you can include as being a chance if they get the, the right runs uh, in transit. Potentially outside of Rick Riley. And maybe, look, if you really wanted to, I could make a case for everything here if I needed to. So Serge Blanco's flying, Yan Bakian, terrific first up. Um, trailing draw okay, maybe he rips around one run. The one that I was hoping for a price uh, it was Jillyby Nitro. Jillyby Nitro, you know what I liked to see from Jillyby Nitro last start down was the fact that he was used off the gate. It wasn't successful, but he used a little bit of petrol and he still finished off amazingly well. Yeah. And that's been the big concern for us, hasn't it? That if you use him at all, there was a period there if you used him at all early, that would flatten him. But there were signs, and when you when you draw the pole, that is um, that's super significant because now he can he can kick up and potentially wait for the horse that he wants to hand up to in transit. Certainly, yeah, and he's fit enough as well. Two runs back, and he's still even if he's not a hundred percent, if he's ninety nine point eight, he gets the right draw to offset that other point two, and he can run top four. Whether he can win, 
I think he's a winning chance, but he can certainly be a good play in the t- to run top four. I think Cobber's in the mix, to be honest. I think um... he's had a few chances now. I don't know what to make of him. I just don't think he's got the necessary gate speed to put him in the race early, and then he's not good enough to do the work. So he sort of needs um, he's the Goldilocks horse. He needs everything just right. I'm starting to think maybe I'm wrong, but he's he's racked up quite a few opportunities where I thought he was capable of winning, and he hasn't been able to gate, lately. Gate too depending on the circumstances, though might give him the Goldilocks, mightn't it? Like, if he settles, what he needs to be is in a striking role without having to do a lot and be able to peel and roll. Yeah. Right? And yep. that may, may happen. So, like, if he, if he was much shorter, I wouldn't I wouldn't mention him, but he's $15 and you think, well, I'll be throwing him in my quaddy, I've got to say. Ultimate Vinny, well done last start. I don't think he'll be winning here. Well done to Sam Barker. Um, Alfred E. Newman, if he uh, if he can get the job done again, um, Vanquish tried should have been in the field. I've already, I don't know how he didn't. He's missed out on, on getting in this field, um, given his current form. Uh, Yankee Gold's over the odds. I think at thirty four dollars, he'll be better uh, third up from a break. So wide open race. I settled on thirteen one seven nine, and I've thrown him two. But I still think I, I made the suggested bet in the form commentary. Uh, Jillyby Nitro each way and. I'm not deviating from that because this is a very good horse. He went through it into the Minion Series. He was a gun juvenile. He's got the pole marking draw. He's third up from a break. He's got gate speed. 8.50 and 2.60 each way. I'm happy with that. Time for the news when we come back. We'll talk about races six and seven. Heat of the Vic Bread Platinum Metropolitan Pay Series and the I Didn't Do It Trotters Free For All. Back soon. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.